Well, I'm cutting all that out. So, uh, well, yeah. Oh, you cut, why are you cutting it out? Well, you cut it out because you don't want everybody to know that you're a fat fuck. You went to the sushi buffet. Oh, and, and oh. that's why you had to put, push it back. <laughs> why? Wait a minute. When did I send you that picture? At like one thirty in the after fucking noon, okay? It's God, not like God knows it's, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not, not you, like you could have been there for five hours. It's not like I was sitting there and and I said I'm gonna need at least till seven here, and then I'll fucking be home. And make it. you fucking bullshit. You're, you're bullshit. You're I mean, bull- it was close. You're the bullshit. No, I was Between there. For, that and, and no, my brother and I were there for an hour. Then we went to the movies. Between that and you and and Bobby Rogers, you know, jerking each other's peepees all day choppy choppy that peepee yeah. we were jerking each yeah, other off listen listen i like to in, in, encourage bobby to talk in that little group chat because i know it bothers you and blake <laughs> oh, look all all we needed in that chat was to add howard and, and the three of you would have the three students no, no perfect don't fucking throw me love me in with howard brody <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Nobody, no. Everybody, we don't mind being lumped in with Bobby, but Howard, they gone too far. That's a that's a road too gone far. Gone too far. That's a road gone too far. far. Although I feel like yeah. Howard Brody, I uh, Whoa. I had that sushi meal, and that I ate yeah. so much food. I was everything I did after that. I was out of breath. I was out of breath walking back to the car. I was out of breath walking up the stairs in the movie theater. I sat in a movie theater trying to digest like two pounds of sushi and i was just sweating and breathing heavy through like two-thirds of the movie <laughs> <laughs> what'd you go see uh dr strange nothing you'd like oh, that's funny so i have no clue what a dr strange is but i was wearing my britain they've, they've been UK, running my... they've probably been running ads for it on espn all the time all right well i didn't i wore my union jack tank top out today and a, and the cart guy at Publix like comes up to me and he's like, Oh, Doctor Strange and I'm like, What? What? He's like, Doctor Strange and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, you know, the Doctor Who and the Strange and the this and the God and Doctor Who like, makes more like, sense. And he's making like telling about movies that are coming out and, and I'm like I literally just I'm looking at him like I said, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, You don't watch movies? I was like, No nah, man. Yeah, you should. Like, I don't watch movies. You'd be a happier person. No. Yeah. Oh, time for movies. Yeah. All right. You're a very busy guy. Very busy guy. Very busy guy. Yeah. So, well, let's, well you know, I, I got to tell, tell you. First, yeah, you're well, overdue on some LP stories that you promised like two, two, two or three yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got some good stories, but I got I to gotta, I gotta just start with this. All right. Here we go. So, yeah. I'm, in my, I'm in my kitchen, and I hear a bang outside, like, like something fell or something, like a loud noise. I look out the window and I'm like, wow, nobody's out there. Nothing looks strange. But I noticed the pooper scooper had fallen. So I said, oh, no way that made that noise. But I said, oh, I may have hit the air conditioning unit. So I go out there to pick it up. I bend down. A fucking giant turtle. I have no water anywhere near my house. A giant turtle is the pooper scooper landed on him. It hit the air conditioning unit and landed on him. And there's this random giant turtle sitting in my like patio. Is it a turtle or a tortoise? Uh, I don't know where it came. It's a turtle. Okay. But he's someone's, bigger. He's someone's probably, pet probably got away. I I don't know. He looks petrified. But then he was like, he started to take off. This guy's not slow by any means. He's he was booking, and he went from one end of the patio to the other. He is now he has wedged himself in a corner of my patio, like. Where, like, underneath the, he just fit underneath the wood, and he's, like, just chilling there. I don't know what to do with this thing. I'll wait a day, I and threw, if he's still there, grab him and put him in the woods. I threw water on him, and, and all he did was put his little head back in. Why would you just throw water on him? I don't know. Turtles don't like water? I mean, I I don't know. I I just feel the like next step, that's... next I was going to give him pizza, and maybe he was going to become a ninja turtle. I don't know, well, because... That's not what made There's them a no, ninja turtle. That's uh, it I was have the no ooze. Water here. The There's no of the ooze. Where did he come from? I don't fucking know. I don't care. It's not a good story. It's a great story because if it's there's terrible. any turtle lovers out there, terrible. I gotta know what to do with this turtle. Yeah, uh, nothing. Let it go on its fucking way. Just, just hope well, it doesn't walk. Turtle in my yard. Just or... hope it doesn't walk. And well, that's what I said. Check tomorrow. Oh my god, you're fucking. 
You're, it's like you're fucking retarded. Go look tomorrow. If he's still there, pick him up and put him in the woods. Oh, I'm not picking him up. Why not? He's a fucking turtle. The best part is my teenage children, who should know better, are when we first moved in here three years ago, I had walked outside like maybe the first couple weeks we were here, and there was a turtle the size of maybe like, it was a baby, like a, like maybe the size of like a silver dollar sitting at the front door. I picked it up, I put it in a cup with water, and it stayed there for like two weeks, and then one day the cup was tipped over, turtle was gone. Well, there you go. That's what happened to your turtle. Yeah. and and uh, He grew up and he came back for revenge. These two think the turtle came back. I, I, I do too. I, I think he wants to bite you. Like they both look at each other when they got in the car at school because I sent like the picture, picture and they, they both go, he came back. And I'm like, at 17, maybe if you were like five and three, you would be like, oh, the turtle came back. At 17 and and 15, you'd think you'd, you'd know that it's not the same fucking turtle. There's no way he made his way back. Yeah, he might have. He might have been living back there this whole time. You don't know. Could have been. Yeah, it could have been. Maybe but, he's grown up. But also your kids are both retards, so, you know. Oh. Don't like credit them for being <laughs> of an age uh, to have a brain. You know what I mean? They're both fucking retards. Oh, hold on! I got the ones yelling at me now from across the street over. What? Oh, come on, man! What made him turn around? You scared of me? Your friends don't want none. This is terrible. 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 Uh, I got into I got into an friends. Did I tell you this? You told me you you That's told it? one. You, you told one off when he got a little smart with you. That was it. Right. So I saw him again. Uh-huh. Uh, it was round two uh, when Nick the Dick had one of the worst basketball games of his career because I was there. My fault. Uh, yeah, you mushed he, his, his game. How, how, I mushed his game. Oh, big mush. So what, what's, the, big what's mush. the end result is you're not going any more of him or what? He plays tomorrow night. I'm not going. He's yeah. on his own. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, I, 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 I see the kid and the kid said, are you mad at me? And I said, yeah, you're disrespectful. You talk back. You go, I didn't talk back. So I, he just, he left his chest open and I did what any wrestler would do. I laid the biggest fucking chop across his chest and the, it echoed through the gym. Like it was like, and everybody turned around and he was so embarrassed. And I said, so you're done speeding through the neighborhood? And he said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I said, oh, now we're saying yes, sir. Wait a minute. You, said, you, gave, said, a, you gave a, someone else's kid a chop in a public place. Yeah. yeah. He's 18. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. <laughs> he had on like one of these like like Nike shirts that are like tight. Did he skin, sell it? So it? Really like. Did he sell it? He like doubled over. Okay. All and right. then he said he, he couldn't even get, he was going, yes, sir. So you couldn't even get it out. I said, what's wrong? He said, I've never been hit that hard before. <laughs> so, yeah. So then he went and got Nick and they tried to double team me. They thought they were going to take me on two on one. And uh, I got them both off me. And as I did, a little old lady walked by and she stops. And I said, all right, guys, stop, stop. She goes, stop. I could take them myself. <laughs> I said, look at this. The old lady's taking I take both of you. But uh, I chopped that kid so hard. He literally, he couldn't even get out the word. Yes, sir. He's like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was like, so we're done. He's like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So uh, it's all you gotta do is throw Ric Flair chop on someone. But everybody in the gym turned around. And then I was like, oh shit. Like <laughs> I hit him hard. Yeah. There's a new sheriff so, in town. Yeah. So anyway, all right, so you want to hear some LP stories? Maybe. I, I, do have, I do have a little bit of breaking news, though. What? You know the hometown buffet that's by my house? Yeah. I mean, it hasn't been. Yeah. It's been out of business for a couple of years. I just, the the irony right. of this does not escape me. It is just opened as a Planet Fitness. <laughs> that is irony at its finest. Right? Like, From a buffet like it doesn't even a, get any better than that. To a gym. Right. Beautiful. So. Right. Right, a buffet to a gym, yeah. and those buffets—I've been to them a couple times, like different ones all over the place. Uh, and they—they uh, they were interesting buffets. This was—I don't mean they weren't great. This was all right. It was all right, but yeah. hey, I, it was—it yeah, was, it was close. And uh, and uh, I haven't been there in years and years, so it didn't matter to me that it was closed. But right, I did—I did almost take a bump in the car when I saw it was a Planet Fitness now, and that they were having the yeah. oh yeah great sure. opening. That's, I mean, total irony. Yeah. Yeah, total. So, 
So you want to hear LP stories? Where, where I mean, I thought you, time, I dude? thought you. Remember we were talking about something. Yeah, I don't remember. I did. I it did remind me of. Uh, I'll start with mine. Uh, it did mm-hmm. remind me of the story of when I was in college and I was a freshman right. at the Rhode Island School of Design, and right. there was. Uh, it was like we're talking like first week of school. Like I'm not even sure we had had classes yet. It may have just been orientation shit at that point. Right, right. And we're in this like communal type area where there's a TV and a bunch of couches and stuff. And there's a vending machine in there and right. uh, we're all watching some TV, whatever. And one of the dudes from our hall was like with a coat hanger and with his arm up to his shoulder, uh, trying to dig shit out of the fucking vending machine. It was one of those like snack machines. Right. And, uh, another kid on our hall decided to go rat him out to like, campus security we're talking first week of college like like you know like who cares if someone's picking a vending machine i would be like grab me something dude that's the what you know right right you know this guy rats him out so this is how like resourceful this these guys this guy the the guy he ratted out by the way um uh just for some background uh he ended up befriending a shepherd fairy because they were both skaters and so uh, yeah you know who shepherd fairy is right no no clue it's the guy that created the andre the giant has a posse thing oh and yeah. all the obey obey uh like line of clothes and prints and he did the fucking obama posters and i like he's a huge artist now but he, he back then he was a skater dude like these guys and they used to uh they were like two doors down from me on the hallway uh, these two kids right. and Shep used to come in there and the three of them would spend like a lot of nights chopping up. They'd, they'd have these big sheets of vinyl sticker that they had printed the stickers on and they would right. just spend like hours and hours just cutting them down into little fucking like, I don't know, four by four squares that then they would hand out to everyone on campus and we'd all, you know, go home for a holiday or whatever and stick them up at our town our airports, our bus stops everywhere. That's how that thing went viral. That went viral before there was computers, you know? So, uh, right, right. Uh, so anyway, this kid's fucking digging food out. He gets ratted out. The, the, you know, he, uh, of course, disappears before the fucking the security guys come. But, right, yeah, he's not hanging around. But right. this is how resourceful he was. He, the next day, the next day, somehow they had got a picture of the kid that ratted him out, whose name was Chris. They got a photo of him and they put they they did all these photo uh, copies of, you know, one sheets. It almost looked like a wanted poster. But when you looked at it, it was a picture of Chris and it said junior deputy of the month. And then it and then it uh, under underneath the picture, it said how he bravely went and told security that someone was stealing. Oh, my God. They threw the guy under the bus and they posted them all over the school. Oh my God! All over the school. Tremendous! What a tremendous! Like, like I mean, listen, the the fucking kid tried to fucking rat you out. Like day one, you don't even know anybody yet, you know. And right, here you right. are, like making enemies and shit. Uh, and uh, and they were just like, well, all right, you're gonna get a taste of your own shit. And they uh, they wow. like like how how is that like first day. Like first week of you got to transfer schools. You can't even start there. First week, what are you talking about? First week freshman, you got to be there four more years with with people referring to you as the junior deputy of the month for like literally. Now, granted, we gave him some other nicknames. We called him the professor because he always talked like he knew better than everyone. And there's a there's a line you're not going to appreciate this. It was a line from Star Wars where the second movie. The second movie where Han Solo is hearing shit from the robot and he just tells, he just goes, someone put the professor in the back. So we decided to start calling the professor because he was annoying as his robot. And uh, so he got that nickname too. And then there was a, there's a whole yellow folder story I've told with Marco that uh, I'll tell with, I'll write it down yellow folder that we got to tell that sometime. Uh, But I don't think that's for today. So something, what I'm, what I'm getting at is that something with the junior deputy of the month, uh, thing i something you told like two or three podcasts ago reminded me of that i don't know what it was 
But uh, yeah, I don't know what it was either. It was enough to make a note to, and I think mention it on the podcast that we tell. So yeah, so I, I, I like, like I mean, we did some good ribs in in college, but man, like for day one to get your nickname, you know, like that for four more years. I mean, of, I almost feel like you transfer schools at that point. You can't even go there anymore. You would think. You would think. I feel like you're done. You're you're, to- you're toasted. No. No, he he uh toasted. He was there a couple more years, that's for sure. I don't remember if he graduated this or not. Who knows? Yeah, probably not. Gee, yeah, I, I was gonna tell a specific story, but I don't remember what it was. You are just useless. Do you even remember? It's so long how, ago. How would I know what your story is? <laughs> this... I don't remember what story I was gonna tell. You're failing us again. Uh, no. No, I will tell you, uh, I don't know if I ever told this story, but this is what I was I was thinking of is so when you when you interrogate people internally, like when you when you catch an employee stealing and, you know, I, I've been through classes. So like there's a I'm actually certified. I've I've gone. Uh, I think I went once in the early 2000s. I went again in 2013 and I just went again in October. I've been three times. Uh, you know, you get like certification to be like an interrogator, basically. Right. Um uh, Kind of like what the police do, like when they interrogate people. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, sort of. Kind of like, uh, right. you know, where you put them in a room with a light and a chair and a table and you kind of well, make them feel uncomfortable and you, that, you sweat them out. We, see, we're different. Ours is, we go a different way. What we do is, is we make them feel comfortable and then, you know, we hit them. So I, I was young at the time and I was like, I had gone through the course, but I hadn't really like, like talked to anybody. Yeah, so I was like brand new, like to this, to this whole thing. So my boss at the time was like, "Hey, you're gonna sit in on one and watch me." Okay, cool. And he was trying to explain to me that every situation is gonna be different. You can't talk to the same. You can't talk the same to everybody. Like it's, you know, you're talking to yeah. a guy and maybe yeah. you know, right? Uh, a guy who you know maybe a four, a 45 year old white guy who is doing this part time, but his full time job he's making you know. Like you know, seventy five thousand a year, and this is a part time. You know, you got to treat him different than a fifteen year old kid or something. You know, like just the way you talk to them. So, uh, because obviously, you know, older people may be a little smarter to it, a little you know, sense your bullshit. So anyway, we're in the room and we're he's we're talking to a probably like maybe twenty twenty two year old uh, black kid. But we knew he drove like a really nice, like, like pimped out, like Cadillac. It was baby blue. I mean, like it was old school boat style Cadillac. So, you know, my boss is like, you got to approach this guy a little different. Like, I can't come in like I'm reading off a piece of paper. He's going to sense my bullshit. Like, this guy's pretty street. Like, all right, cool, cool. So I'm, I'm new. I'm green. No idea what's going on. I just know that when I went to the course, you know, you stick to the book. So I'm like, this guy's going to go off the script here. Like, you can't go off the script. Uh, you know, can't do that. So we sit down and he's like trying to stay on the script. And the kid, the guy's not biting the kid. The kid's really just like sensing his bullshit and is like not going to not giving up anything. What's like a, what's a script? Kind of like a, when you call it like a, like a, right. Like a technical support and they're going through a book. Of answers, it's kind of like a script that you're supposed to stick to, and and a format when you're interviewing someone, right? So this this it's not working, not working. Now at the time, again, I didn't know any better. I'm like, man, I would have stuck to the script because I don't know shit. So he knows that this kid is kind of street from the hood. Um, We're down in like, I think we were down in like Homestead or something, and. We knew he drove this baby blue Cadillac and like white leather seat. So my boss like switches and was like, you know what, man? Like, let, let, let me talk to you like, like, like just two men. And the guy's like, yeah, man, just shoot straight with me, man, because you're bullshitting me. Like, he knew he could see through the shit, right? Because it's really like you're, you're really stroking their ego and then you, you know, you ask them some, some hard hitting questions, but you kind of stroke their ego a little bit first. So he was like, hey, the guy's like, yeah, just shoot straight with me. He's like, look, man, sometimes people do shit and, you know, they know they fucked up and it's a mistake. And, and I'm like, oh, no, this is going to go south quickly. And he's like, look, I'm going to tell you a story about myself. And I kind of feel like like you would get this situation. He said, man, I was 
I was 17 years old. My dad just had a brand new Cadillac, just like yours. Beautiful, with the white leather seats. His wasn't baby blue. His was beige. And my dad let me take the car out to take a girl on a date. My first date. Me and the girl, we hit it off, pull up to the little spot. So you want to climb in the back seat? She says, sure. Get in the back seat. Next thing I know, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm banging her. I'm lighting her up. He's telling the guy this. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to get fired. This is not going to end. This is like an HR nightmare. But the guy's like, yeah, yeah, like, tell me more. Tell me more. Like, the guy wanted details. He's like, how'd you fuck it? Like, he was that into it. Like, you know, and and he was like, he was like telling tell a story or whatever. And he was telling them about, you know, oh, I, was, I was drilling her, you know, and legs were above her head. And the guy's like, oh, she's like, the guy was getting like turned on. It was weird. And so the, he ends the story and the guy's like, that's a cool story, man. But what, what the fuck did I got to do with what, what, why I'm in this room today? He goes, because I fucked up, man. She was on her period and bled all over my dad's new white leather seats. And I had to return the car to my dad. There was blood everywhere. It was like a crime scene. I'm freaking out. I'm like 22 years old. Like, I have no idea what's going on in this room. The guy's talking about, I mean, he was like telling the guy, like, like literally how he was banging this girl. And I'm like, you know, you're in a job. Like, if this is like, we're going to get fired. There's no way that this guy is not going to get up and call HR and be like, I don't even know what happened in this room, why I was in here. The guy had stolen, like, it was like $2,000 and stuff. So he tells this whole story and how he had to return the car to his dad and he couldn't get the blood off the, the seats and there was blood everywhere and his dad was furious. And the guy was like, man, I get it now. Yeah, man, I fucked up, man. I stole this, this stuff. And I'm like, how did you even get him to admit to that? Like, talking about, so he tells the whole story over. So I'm thinking, like, okay. So he got the guy to confess. No, he got the guy to confess, but he went, you know, he changed his approach. But the whole story. So when the guy leaves, they take him out in handcuffs, and the guy's like apologizing. And I said, hey, what the hell made you think of that story? And he said, what do you mean, made me think of it? It's true. I said, you, there's no way that's true. And he said, you yeah, know, it's true. It's, I, you know, that's what happened. And I'm like, oh my God, like, that's insane. Like, what did your dad do? He's like, oh, you know, he made me pay for it, beat my ass, or they get the car cleaned. And I believe this guy for like the five years I worked there. I was like, tell, I would tell other people, and he would, and like, I would be like, yeah. And then the story he told, like, new hires would come in, and I'd be like, you know, and I'm like telling his story now. And five years go by, I'm, I'm going to move on to a new company. It was my last day. We'd go to lunch. We went to Landlubbers. You know Landlubbers very well. Love it. And uh, we sit down for lunch, and he says, you know, I got I to be honest with you, man. I say, what's up? He goes, that's not a true story. I said, what? <laughs> he goes, man, I, I literally made that up in the moment, and it worked. And I said, well, why would you tell me? He goes, because I, I, I was the story was so good, and so you believed it. He goes, I didn't want to break your heart and tell you I literally just made that up. Like, But wouldn't it be just as years. cool if he made up a story that like that good that got the guy to fucking – confess well, i think part of the thing was is he didn't want to teach me a bad habit ah. <laughs> about lying right so he just told me it was real mm. so you know for five years i thought that this i told like new hires would come in they'd be like hey train this guy on interviewing and i would tell the story and they were like oh my god so now like the, the legend grew like where people would come up to us and like you know if we were in a story be like Hey man, I heard that what you you know when you were a kid and your dad and he's like, oh yeah, like he it became like a legend and he like continued to just play it up when people would ask him. He'd be like, yeah, that happened, man. You know what? You know, but we all believed it for five years. Like everybody believed that this is the story that happened. Um, and it's funny because for the five years I started to interview people and you know like I was trying to tell real stories because I thought that's what we were supposed to do. But my stories were not even cool as his. Like at the time. Right, and, uh, and, but what and happened, the guys are like, "What does that have to do with what I'm, with well, why I'm in this I would, room?" Like, tell a story about right. You were just telling stories, like, <laughs> right? And, and I was telling stories, but no, listen, this is the funny part. You say it was like people would actually say to me, "Like, man, that story was long winded," but I was telling real stories. Like I thought, like you know, like I thought that's what I was supposed to. But my story wasn't as cool as his. So after he had told me, I'm like man, so we can make stories up? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I just didn't want to really teach you the bad habit because you really shouldn't do that. You shouldn't lie. 
So, uh, you know, I said, well, I, I got to make a story. Like, I need my own story. He's like, whatever you do, don't don't do anything I did that night. He's like, because honestly, we could have been we could have been fired. We could have been deep shit. I was like, well, I didn't do anything. He's like, well, I could have been. You know, he's like, if, if that guy went to HR and said he told me, like, I mean, he was telling him, like, I had our legs pinned against their head. And, like, you don't do that. Like, obviously, you can't talk like that at work. Uh, but this guy had me for five years believing that was true. Now, I still know this guy to this day. And once a year, I'll shoot him a message and just say, I'll never forget the period story. <laughs> uh, just as like a thing. And so I just recently, his birthday just passed. And I texted him on his birthday and I said, happy birthday. Hope you get the period blood out of your dad's car. He's like, man, this is never going to die. I was like, nope, <laughs> never going to die. Like literally ingrained in my memory. Because as he was telling the story, I was picturing it in my head, like what it would look like, the mur- like a murder scene. Like I can visualize. I thought it was real. I believed it for five years that this truly happened, that this was a real thing. Uh, it, it wasn't. So, how, did, how did such a know, mark become such a worker? <laughs> I, I don't. He, he worked me. I have no idea. Yeah. Completely worked me. Yeah. But now, you know, I, I, through the years, I've created my own story. And, you know, it's. It's funny because I tell the story now and and my story is actually true until the end. I changed the end part. So people have started to ask me because at my company now, they listen to these interviews. We record them. So they listen to them. So people have said to me, man, I love your story. And, you know, and I got I, got, I just tell them, I said, well, it's, it's actually true until the end. So here's my story. Not as cool as the period story. My story is, is I asked my dad, could I take the car one night? I had just gotten my license. My dad said, nah, you're not taking the car. I literally got my license like that day. And he was like, bro, chill. Well, my dad went to sleep, so I I took the car. But when I backed up, I hit my dad's minivan and I fucking obliterated the door. Like the sliding door, like I crushed it. So my story, I tell everybody that I pulled back in. I went and woke up my dad. And I was honest with him and said, hey, I fucked up. That's not the real story. The real story is I kept going. I went out all night, came home the next morning, parked in the driveway. He woke me up and said, did you hit the car? And I said, I have no idea what you're talking about. And he's like, I told you not to take the car. I said, Dad, I didn't even take the car. I didn't go anywhere all night. (laughs) He was sleeping, so he had no idea. And he was like, you didn't take the car? I said, no. He goes, well, how the hell? Somebody hit the car. The, The door won't even open. It's jammed in. And I said, no, the other car had no damage. He's out there looking. He's like, you know, you're, you're right. I mean, you would have had damage if you hit the car. I was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't go anywhere, Dad. I was wow. sleeping. Right. So he thought, to this day, he does not know the truth, my father. That's... He thinks that someone in the neighborhood took a baseball bat to his door and crushed it. He wow. has no idea that I backed into the car like full speed. But it was so late that he was sleeping he didn't hear anything and uh i literally pulled back in the driveway i got out of the car i looked i was like yeah if i stay if i go inside i'm fucked i'm fucking to kill me i was like if i go out come back home he'll never know i'll act like nothing happened and sure enough he believed it he was like because there was no damage to the other car the other car was a ford taurus that had a rubber bumper and the rubber bumper you couldn't damage it it was like rubber so right, you couldn't the, even get like Bane on it. No, no, it was black, I and mean, you couldn't get anything right. So it, it hit, and yeah, and his door was—he had to go get the door like removed and a new door put on. And and this is in like nineteen ninety-six, ninety-five, and it was like three hundred dollars to fix the door. He was fucking livid. So like every night, like for the next couple weeks, he would like not sleep. Cause he would just look outside to see if somebody was going to come hit it with a baseball <laughs> bat again. He thought that like, he truly believed that's what happened, that somebody came or kicked it in or something. So every night he'd be like looking out the windows, but to this day, he does not know that I backed into the car. He has no fucking clue. You think like, you, I couldn't tell him at this, even at this point. If you I think tell you're him ever going to tell him? You don't think you're ever going to tell him? Well, he's coming over. My parents are coming here Sunday and, uh, I just think still he's at almost 70 years old. If I tell him I'm either going to get a quick judo chop to the throat or he's going to choke the shit out of me. Like there's no way I could tell him, 
you're talking 1995, 96. No way I can still tell. No way I can tell. Really? There's no way. I mean, that's a long time. My fucking... dad? No, this man. Listen, this is a man who to this day, I've been divorced for, I got divorced in 13 years ago. To this day, 13 years later, he he will, in the middle of nowhere, go, Oh, you know, you made me spend goddamn twenty thousand dollars on a wedding that didn't work out. I'm like, yeah. hey, it was thirteen years ago. Let it go, pal. He won't let it go. He will not let the. He will not let it go that he had to spend money on a wedding that I got divorced. He will not let it go. Like, if I tell him, no way. There's no way. He doesn't let that go. He doesn't let go. He he won't let go of, of things that happen. Like my brother. My brother will be like, he still brings up stuff that happened when I was like eight. Like they got into a fight and. And he attacked my brother, like attacked my dad, and my dad threw him like through the wall. And to this day, my dad blames him for the hole in the wall that was there for like three years because he wouldn't patch it. Uh, and to this day, he'll be like, "Well, at the time you put the hole in the wall." My brother's like, "Jesus Christ, that was like thirty something years ago, pal. Let it go." He will not let it go. I can't tell him. There's no way I can tell him. I, I tell him on Sunday we're not doing a podcast, my friend. He'll because he'll kill me. I think that'd be Don't good. I think that'd be a good podcast to have you two on together and just, just fess up. Just we should get me killed. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just trying to make an interesting podcast. Yes, exactly. I don't care if it's at your exactly. your expense. You know, this thing is no idea. Very short term, because no when you, if you if you get killed, at least I'll have a few days to find yeah. you a replacement. For uh, well, what's going funny forward. is is, you know, I'm 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 the oldest of five boys and. The other four always got caught, always got in trouble. I never got caught. Got There'd be things where my dad would be like, oh, wait a second. I think I got him, and he could never get me because, A, I didn't snitch on myself ever like the other jabrones, and, B, I I was good. I was good at it. I was good at hiding stuff. Like the night the, the night he came he came out the, one morning, and there was a uh, Jägermeister bottle in the middle of the street totally broken glass everywhere you could see you know a patch of alcohol in the street and he was like were you were you drinking last night you dropped i was like no i i wasn't drinking and he's like well somebody smashed a bottle out in the middle of the road and it's like there's a jaeger bottle and it's like you know you could tell that there was still liquid and and i was like no no i mean i was you know i was underage and he was like he was like you know you sure? I said, no, Dad, I didn't go anywhere. It was me, totally me. I got out of my friend's car. I forgot it was on my lap. I was so drunk. It fell out of my lap and shattered everywhere. I ran in the house. I was like, go, 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 and I ran inside. Never to this day didn't know it was me. He. It was to the point where he literally was accusing my brother, un, younger brother under me, who in, in such a panic, because him and my dad were arguing, that he admitted it was him, and it wasn't even him. It was me. <laughs> because he didn't want to fight with my dad anymore. Right, and then he knew, and he was like, "It was you." I was like, "No." Nah. <laughs> He's like, "Son of a Try bitch!" I was like, it. "Take the blame. You can't take the blame. You cannot throw me under the bus at this point. Not possible." Yeah, yeah. I told you about. I my, never got caught. My brother at the Guns N' Roses concert, right? No. So, uh, uh, he wanted to go with his friends to uh, the New Year's Eve Guns N' Roses concert here at like, uh, I assume it was Dolphin Stadium. And uh, my dad was like, fuck no, you're not going on New Year's Eve to fucking... Because they was like, you know, high schooler. He was like 16 or 17 or something. He's like, fuck no, you're not going on New Year's Eve to the fucking Guns N' Roses concert at, right. the fucking, at the football stadium, you know. Let alone that my, he didn't want them dr out driving on New Year's Eve. He just right. also didn't trust my brother going to a concert with his friends. Uh, he'd been busted with pot a couple times at this point. So, uh, Oh, right, right, right. So this is how dumb my brother is. My dad's watching like the late news, the 11 o'clock news. And they're doing like right. a, uh, uh, the news person is doing like a broadcast from the stadium, you know, with the fans around right. and all this. And my brother and his two friends just start get up, go get up behind them and start like <laughs> like doing the idiot waving and yelling thing no. to be on TV. And like, no, no, he didn't. My dad like leans forward in the chair. It's like that motherfucker and just fucking totally <laughs> like talk about like like rat, like ratting on yourself or or whatever. Uh, you know, 
Jesus, like, like how dumb can you be? You, you're not like this is like like the opposite was like when we were remember that night we were out and Jackie, right? Uh, you know, was on the warpath. He, he had he with me because uh, I didn't uh, reinvite him after he turned us down. Uh, right. At once he saw how you said the baby once he saw it. all the people that showed up and were having fun. And uh, so then all night right. I'm hiding in photos because I don't need to, him to see them online and get more and more angry at me. So I'm right. I'm like smart enough to know to duck being in photos. And, but my dumbass brother is trying to be on TV when he's not uh, – nobody's supposed to know he's there, you know. So, uh, yeah, right. he, he got totally busted. I don't uh, I don't know what the uh, what, but what what that that's like that's like okay so that's like that's something you only see on TV that doesn't happen in real, real life happened. like like that doesn't happen in real life that's so funny yeah it yeah like getting in trouble as a kid like I I, I get like I I just never I never got caught doing anything my brother under me got caught doing ev- anything and everything he would he would get caught like yeah. he didn't even he would get caught and I just never got caught and to this day he's even like. He has a little animosity towards me, like, "Oh, you never taught heat for anything." I was like, "Cause I was smart. You were, <laughs> you're stupid about it. Like, you, you know." And he like tries to now, even at, you know, forty. I'm forty one. He's forty. Trying to tell my dad now, like, trying to throw me into the bus. I was like, "Why don't you throw me into the bus now? Like, what, like, are you serious? What's that gonna accomplish? Like, oh, you got away with, yeah, you got away with everything." And I'm like, "Yeah, still gonna, pal. Still gonna. I'm the oldest. I was the first. They love me more. <laughs> the favorite." But yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just funny that over the years with that interview thing, people ask me all the time, uh, man, that story you always tell to the person you're interviewing, like, you know, man, oh yeah, it's true. But you know, I, you know, and then I tell them at the end, it's not true. I really, I, I, I didn't, I drove away <laughs> and they're like, what? I'm like, that's not true. Yeah. I literally, it's all true to the part where I did went inside. I didn't go inside. I went away. I drove away and then I acted like nothing. They're like, what a great story. Uh, but it's like you know, it's like a legend now. Everybody at work, it's like I everybody think knows about. It's the a story. great story that you fooled your dad, and he thought like, like, and that he stayed day. up for like three weeks after yeah. it, keep looking out yeah. the window. He, and... put, he put a sign in the yard at one point, like like a weekend, uh, like a no trespassing, like <laughs> ADT security. We had no security at right. the house. He went and like bought a sign from somewhere and put it in the yard, and I'm like, he was like, I'm gonna get them. I'm like. Yeah, well, maybe they'll come back. Like you know, it's like, he's so stupid that he really thought that. <laughs> so you know, but because I think he thought a there was no damage to the other car, so how could he? There was no there was proof, right? Right. If the car was damaged. He had me dead in the water, and right, I would right. I would have gave myself up. But no, no damage. That Ford Taurus, that beige Ford Taurus with the rubber bumper, baby, saved me. Would you, if you had, so, if you, if there was paint on the bumper? Would you have waited till the morning to tell him, or would you have woken him up? I would have waited till the morning. <laughs> right. They're like, well, why ruin a I think, why ruin right. a good night? It's all, it's the shit's already happened, now, you know. <laughs> now I do have another story that that this is the real story. Uh, not I didn't tell it like I'm not. This has actually happened. So I was working at Target. My mom, my mom worked for Target for 25, 30 years. Mm-hmm. So my mom had gotten me a job at Target, and I was uh, just out of high school, and. I was driving a red Ford probe at the time. That was my first car. So my mom got me when I graduated on the 4 a.m. truck team. So I would go to work at 4 a.m. and I would only work till noon. It was perfect. You know, 18 years old, you're working four to noon. Like, you know, you're still able to go to the beach. You were able to do everything. And it was only a Monday through Friday gig because they didn't get trucks on weekends. So perfect gig. You know, I think I was making like six bucks an hour or something at the time. It was so, so little. And uh, I was late one morning. And I didn't want to be late, so it was like 3.45, and we lived about 10 minutes away from Target. And I backed up, and I smashed the mailbox to, like, fucking smithereens. Because uh, I just – I was half asleep, you know, tired. I, I was still, like, high from the night before. Uh, literally back up, smashed it. I put the car in drive, and I was like, fuck, I'm going to be late. So I just went to work. Uh, I just went to work. I didn't say anything. I just left the mailbox. Literally, it was all over the street. I just left. I went to work. So at about like seven o'clock, my mom comes over and she's like, Hey, did you hit the mailbox? I said, What do you mean? She's like, Your father said the mailbox is completely decimated. It's all over the street. It's everywhere. And uh I said, Mom, what she's like, 
don't you fucking lie to me. She's like, did you hit the mailbox? I was like, okay, look, my car's a little dented. I fucking hit the mailbox. She's like, why would you not go back inside and tell him? I was like, don't tell him. You can't tell him. She's like, I got to tell him. I was like, don't tell him. Don't tell him I hit the mail. Let me call and tell him. So I call him on break, and he's like, you fucking moron. My mom ratted me out. She ratted me out. So, Because I was going to call and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. She ratted me out, and he was like, you fucking idiot. You can't see when you drive. How do you, you don't even come here to tell me. I was like, it was four in the morning. I was going to wake you up. He was like, you you woke you hit the mailbox. You woke the whole neighborhood up. I was like, oh, you're kidding me. He's like, yeah. everybody came outside, but I, I said, but I, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, pick up the mailbox. I was going to be late to work. And uh, he made me pay for the fucking mailbox. And mailboxes are not cheap. I, I have no idea what a mailbox costs. Yeah, it was like a hundred bucks, and I, I was making like six I think an I was hour, <laughs> six an hour, and or maybe it was even less than that, five fifty or something. So yeah, and uh, smithereens, I crushed it, absolutely crushed this this piece of shit wooden mailbox, and uh, he was so mad at me, so mad, like he wanted to kill me, and it fucked up my trunk of my car, had a dent like right in the middle from the uh, like a crease because I hit it so hard. And the uh, the metal piece of the mailbox hit the car hit the car, um, but yeah, I just went to work. But he was so fucking pissed, so pissed that I sm- he was more mad that I drove away than I actually hit the mailbox. Like like the him, damage but... is done. It's like what are you supposed Bro, to do? Also, I, be late for work. Was so pissed. He was so pissed. So pissed. Yeah, my mom ratted me out though. Yeah, the neighbors ratted me out. All those motherfuckers. Yeah. So smithereens. I, I, I don't know. Because I, like, I don't I'm know when, even a bad driver. I don't know when, where, what, where that falls in terms of cell phones. Like, was that a a time where you had phones and things like that, or no? No, I mean, if I, I was going to say, like, phone. at four, you could have texted him, so that when he woke up, he could. No, I had like a, maybe a, I had the flip phone where you know you can only use it during certain hours. Yeah, if it was free, but uh, I, I was just telling somebody yesterday, growing up in Florida, the amount of times I was at a red light, okay. And an old lady who was stopped behind me would take her foot off the brake and roll into me. Yeah. I, easily in my lifetime of living in Florida, over 10 times it happened. There's one intersection. It happened to me four times. And me in the car with Eric twice. Six times one intersection where an old person would be behind us and they would they would be stopped. Like we're stopped at a light. But their foot would just kind of like. You know, I don't know. They couldn't feel it. I don't know. They would let it off the brake, and they would just slowly roll and tap into the back of my car. Yep. And get out of the car, and they would never get out of the car. They would just they would roll down there a little. Sorry. I'm like, no, 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 no. Sorry. Get out of the car. No, there's no damage. You know, they were, you know, they were they were old people. Right. Like they they didn't know, and they they didn't want to lose their license, so they didn't want to get out and and do anything. Yeah. You know, so they would be like. You know, oh, come on, there's no damage. <laughs> All right, you know, Bertha, go ahead, go on. I had that happen, but I, it doesn't happen that, like, like regularly by any stretch. But it, it happens over the course of years here and there. But I I literally, like, way back in, like, the like the mid to late 90s, I think there was a one week where it happened three times. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Everyone's rear-ending me, you know, at right. lights, you know. Uh, right, Florida drivers. Yeah, horrible. Worst, crazy. Worst drivers, I think. Them and, and people in Atlanta can't drive. So we were. I I was in my friend's car with him, and uh, I think someone cut him off, and he got right. pissed, and he started like, like they realized it, and they started to kind of like drive a little faster to get away from us, and he right. like he like started tailing them and laying on his horn, and they turned to go into the Broward Mall, and so he turned too, and at some point. They, these, I, I, at least one girl in the car. I don't know if, I think it was two girls. In the right. car. At one point, the driver like holds her purse out the window and drops it and keeps going like to like, like try and get us to stop following them or whatever. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Well, in, in our, uh, <laughs> you talk about being followed. We were, I was, uh, me and Eric were together and we were, uh, we had like been inside store maybe it was the mall or something i don't, I don't remember and uh um we don't i hear you fucking i hear you uh, i've been i've been sitting waiting for to reheat some pizza that's in the fridge here you are fucking beeping buttons and shit yeah. Be, and being um, 30 minutes late 
Okay. Anyway, we, we were we were in the car, going, we were getting in the car, and I said, "We got in the car." I said, "Man, I think these two guys were following us." And uh, Eric said, "Do you think?" I said, "You think they kind of travel us bro, away?" Bro, bro, like, I think the microwave is fucking with your your fucking signal. I'm not even near the microwave. I'm I'm not even near the microwave. Well, you're not now. You can't hear me. You're like it's. I, I can hear before. you. It's the, the, I'm looking at the turtle. There's like a there's like a distortion or something. Oh, you know why? Because I got the Wi-Fi calling on, probably. Mm. So anyway, we were these guys had followed us out of the town center mall. We were like, you know, shit, they're following us. And uh, we get in the car. And next thing I know, their car is parked behind our car. Like they're literally parked behind us. But. Like, be going nowhere, motherfuckers. So, we're like, what the fuck? And I was like, well, do we get out of the car? Like, like I don't know. And uh, Eric rolls down the window and he's like, you know, what do you guys want? And the guy's like, you cut us off earlier. And like, you cut us off earlier. We followed you to the mall. Like, we've been following you this whole time. And I'm, I'm first I'm thinking, we're at the mall for like 45 minutes. You're telling me that they couldn't have approached us in 45 minutes to tell us, you know, like, you cut us off? Like, it was that what long? What are they doing? Yes, it was followed us through the whole mall. But didn't approach us at all. Like, they didn't say anything. They just followed us until we got in the car and they parked their car behind us. So, Eric was like, you know, oh, sorry, man, whatever. The guy's like, where are you from? And, I mean, he's like, here? And the guy's like, no, that's not what I mean. Where are you from? And he's like, Boca? He's like, no, man, what gang are you in? And Eric's like, we're not in a gang. <laughs> Like what? And uh, it was a white guy, and he was like, "You don't rep no gang." And he's like, "Nah, man, we don't, we don't rep no gang." Like, whatever. And uh, the guy just drove off. I was like, "What the fuck was that? It was weird." So like years later, um, and I'm talking like six, seven years later, we're at a bar that we kind of like frequented often when we, you know, Andy Rod. We took Andy Roddick there. We won the championship, this and that. And in the bar comes the guy, and I said, "Eric, I don't forget a face." That's that motherfucker from like seven years ago who asked us what gang we're in. Now he's like dressed very nice. He's probably grown up. He's probably got a family now, you know. Uh, and he got to the bar and put, you know, the Punisher, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know him, but I know of him. So Punisher's what, you know, six foot eight? I don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. He was jacked giant. at the time. He's a fucking monster, right? Uh, I mean, you know, just huge motherfucker. Shoulders look like, I mean, boulders. He was the the like door guy. So the guy comes to the door. And I tell Eric, you know, that's the guy I'm telling you. He's like, you, that is the guy. You know, and the guy's like, you know, he says he's older now. He's so Eric goes up to Punisher and he's like, hey, that guy fucked with us like seven years ago <laughs> and asked us what gang we're in. Like, fuck him. So the guy gets to the door. It's his turn to check ID. He's got his ID out. Punisher's like, no, nah, man, we ain't letting you in. And the guy's like, what? He's like, no, nah, not tonight, bro. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, it's, you know, my ID. Like, you know, and he's like, yeah, you're not welcome here. And the guy was like, oh, man, what? And he was like, he wasn't hardcore anymore. Like, you know, you could tell, like, he had a wedding ring on, you know. And the guy's like, what? I'm just trying to get a beer before I go home. And he's like, yeah, you're not welcome here. And uh, he looked up, and me and Eric were standing there, and the guy realized that it was us. Like, you know, like, he, he recognized two you and two too. Together. Right, right. And the two of us just started laughing. He's like, oh, shit. And Punisher's like, you probably should leave. He's like, yeah, man, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. <laughs> and we were like, yes, yes. Like, like what an interaction that you all remembered yeah. each other like seven years later. I want to remember. They followed us for 45 fucking minutes. Yeah, but you didn't know he did. You weren't like looking at them for he 45 knew, minutes. He knew he did. Yeah, but you I weren't. I know what that motherfucker, he was a fucking ginger. I know what he looked like. Oh, uh, well, that does that does narrow things down quite a bit. Right. He All right. A pale ginger. Okay, you didn't throw that out there. Okay. Pale ginger. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Because so, I'm, I'm like thinking got, like, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't remember what some asshole I had a one-time encounter with looked like. I remember faces, though, man. You would, I don't forget Jackie faces. would. I am, I, you would. I, I don't remember that shit. I, like, I'm going to my corporate office Monday through Friday this week. We're having a big conference with a couple thousand people there. I will remember everybody's face and I'll know who everybody is. Like, I don't forget that shit. I'll know like everybody. Uh, That's why you've gotten this far. Uh, it's, you're not good at your job. You just fucking. No, I said that. I just, I just, know you how just to have talk. these. Right, yeah. Right. You're just, like I said, you're not, you're, you're not retarded 
Uh, you can look right. people in the eye. You can hold a conversation, and you remember them. So there you go. Exactly. I don't forget shit when it comes to faces. That's but, all you. That's all you need yeah. to get by in the work world. Right. That's it. So you know, I know, and, and it's funny because uh, uh, a store manager that I don't know personally, I've never met before, um, sent me a message and said he had heard I had a TikTok and uh, he um, switched TikTok. He gave me his TikTok, and uh, well, he's got twenty three thousand followers, which is pretty damn good, and uh, he. I uh, was like looking forward to meeting me in person at the meeting this week. So I feel like I'm going to be a celebrity this week. So, um, you know, I think, I think I'm going to kind of roll in as a celebrity. So I'm going to go get a haircut Saturday and oh, like, shave, you know, I don't know. I'm going to go buy new clothes tomorrow. I got to, you know, uphold the image. I'm going to bring, what? I'm going to bring a whole bunch of chocolate with me on the plane. And I'm going to literally have people I work with try different chocolates for TikTok. So, yeah. Uh, so the question is, uh, yeah. Where are you in terms of buying clothes? Are you gonna have to buy, buy, buy. Uh, are you upsizing again? We're gonna go Saturday. We'll see. <laughs> I'll have an update Sunday. I know I'm in bad shape. I know that I ate a ton of food today, but it was planned. I didn't eat the last two days in in, in preparation for this. Yeah. I uh, today I don't know what I had. I literally, I'm like, remember. I've resolved myself to this fact. I'm not going to stop eating food I want to eat at this point. Right, uh, right. Or or it's very or listen, when I want to I'm going to do it. Let's put it that way. So right, I right. instead I've got to like per, if I know I'm going to do it, I need to plan ahead and not eat for like 2 days before it so that it's it's right. it still averages out to be less calories per day. Uh, right. You know. Well, Oh, all right. I got to get my stuff out of the microwave. Here. I know. Oh, you got to stuff your fat fucking face before you have yeah. to go buy new clothes because God forbid. Right. All right. Good talking to you. It wasn't. I, I, I didn't enjoy this podcast at all, to be honest all with right. you. Well, I think this podcast was probably a two out of ten yeah. if I had to, if I right. had to rate it. That's good. Uh, so hopefully. Oh, my God. <laughs> hopefully. I'll tell, the, I'll tell you what. I will tell the yellow folder story next time. Nine out of right. ten, guarantee. Nine out of ten. All right, next time. Nine out of ten. I'll be in Pittsburgh. Bank on it. Oh no, hey. no. Sunday I won't be in Pittsburgh yet. Monday oh. I will be. Oh, okay.